This is an Ion Annapolis bonus podcast. Joining us on the phone today is Danielle Lundberg, who has undertaken a really cool project that we, uh, I don't want to even say we sniffed it out because she called us saying, hey, I've got this really cool project. And I said, absolutely, we need to talk about it. But Danielle, thank you very much for calling. You are known as Naptown Food, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um, in a very small circle, I am, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> is that is on that, Instagram? Okay. And is there any hyphens or underscores or anything in that? Or is it just Naptown Food? Yeah, it's just um, Naptown Food, capital N, capital F, if you insist. Okay. Well, yeah. I, then then we should insist. <laughs> <laughs> when you contacted us, this was awesome because you were talking – I mean, I've always said that there's some good that comes out of COVID and people look at me with a side eye going like, yeah, okay, where is this going? But <laughs> we're living in unprecedented times, which in that word is very much overused, but it, it, they really are. And – We've learned an awful lot about ourselves personally and what we can do as a community together. And there's been no shortage of people helping people. And when you came out to me with this idea that you are undertaking, actually you're about ready to launch, I was like, this is just so fantastic. So let's talk a little bit. It's sort of tied in with Feed Anne Arundel, correct? Yeah. Um, well, Feed on Arrival came to me because I didn't know where to, I, I wanted to raise money. Um, we were talking about, you know, restaurants being closed indefinitely. Um, we were taught, I mean, everyone knows the hospitality industry is just failing massively everywhere. Um, I'm from New York City, which is a town of a million restaurants and, and they're not doing well. And here in Annapolis, much, much smaller we still have massive failures and it's it's scary for the people who work in restaurants as well as the people who own them. So I wanted to do something to support them and every time I put it out in, into the air, who should I who should I contribute to? Everyone kept saying feed Arundel, feed Arundel, they're doing fantastic things. You know, th- there was no other option really. It was like, of course, obviously that's where I need to send any money I can raise. For those that aren't aware, uh, shame on you, but Feed Anne Arundel <laughs> is a brainchild of Monica Alvarado, who is the owner of Bread and Butter Kitchen in Eastport, uh, one of my favorite little breakfast joints right there on Annapolis Harbor next to the Chart House. And what she did is and, – and she tells it better, but she was looking at basically going out of business. What am I going to do when COVID strikes? And she said, let me try to figure a way to keep my lights on dim. May not be as bright as they were. And she came up with this idea to go to other restaurants with the same thing. Said, hey, let me buy your food at a discount. I'm not going to pay you know, full retail. We're going to give it to people that may be food insecure. Okay, we've got a ton of people that lost work and, and whatnot. The restaurants are able to keep some of their people employed. They're able to you know, perhaps make the rent. And it blossomed. People were giving. She's been able to get grants. She's been able to tie, tie in with the uh, Cal Ripken Foundation, Cal Ripken Senior Foundation, to make it a nonprofit. And she has given out, I, and I don't even, I wouldn't even venture to say, but probably hundreds of thousands of meals yeah. from restaurants all over the county to people that need it. And I mean, you've, you've obviously got some people that are, I don't want to say low hanging fruit, but the people that you would expect that may need it, those in lower income housing and stuff like that. But you've also got a lot of people that were absolutely gainfully employed on March 8th and come March 16th, they were out of a job. So 
there was a lot of need in the county and Monica really found it and ran with it. And this has now become a just a huge organization doing such good for our community. And you jumped in here and said you yeah. wanted to, to work with them. Yeah, I mean I have no connection to them, so I don't wanna I don't wanna speak for them. Um I just wanted to throw a pebble into the pond, I guess. Um I am doing this cookbook and uh, whatever proceeds I make, I'm just going to dump into Monica's lap, <laughs> um, to put it broadly. No, I'm going to donate to Feed Anne Arundel because they, they really are taking care of so many different communities within one broader you know, spectrum. It's not just the restaurants that are benefiting, but it's also people in the food chain, you know, in the farming industry who had nowhere to, <laughs> to sell their foods. <laughs> it had um, the people, you know, like you said, the underserved community and then people, you know, who, yeah, who were employed and all of a sudden weren't and have never been in that position and didn't even know how to navigate not being able to feed their family all of a sudden in this unfamiliar territory. Right. Well, what what is the project? Ah, yes. So, let's get, let's get um, to the meat of the thing, okay? <laughs> Quit yeah. beating around the bush. <laughs> so I'm a photographer. Um, generally, I am a portrait photographer, but uh, a few years ago, I decided to try food um, because it's delicious. They don't, they don't, have, they don't have screaming <laughs> babies. <laughs> no screaming babies. No, um, I, I, I don't do weddings, so I don't have to deal with, you know, any of those stories that you've heard. But yes, there's always a baby. But no, um, food uh, will stay where I put it. <laughs> um, but also food is yummy and it was fun to play around with and do something different. And then it's just always been kind of a side project. So I decided last fall to start helping out in the community Um and I did, before food, I did a, a calendar of dogs owned by locals and sold those and gave the money to the SPCA. I remember uh, seeing that in the new pet shop oh, down on um, yes. Francis Street. Oh, she, she did. She, um, Salty Paws, uh, mm -hmm. she bought she bought quite a few from me. She boosted those sales, really, and I was able to give more money to the SPCA. Um, so I don't, I, I mean, I raised $1,500 and I had expected to raise 500 So that was exciting. It was tripled. And, and then I thought, well, restaurants, going out of business, what can I do? I'm, I'm a photographer. I'd, like, I can't, I can't go eat out every night, support them that way. And um, artistry, it, it's a weird, it's not always the most helpful skill. <laughs> so I had to figure out how to be helpful and, and use my skills. And I'm, uh, I went around to restaurants and I said, can I have a recipe? And I will take pictures of it and I'll put it in a cookbook and you'll get an ad this way for the community and you'll support the community because whatever I sell is going to go to Feed Anne Arundel. And I'd say 90% of the restaurants were very, very, very excited. Well, um, who, who were the other 10%? Yeah. No. I'm not going to name any names. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they didn't catch on. They didn't understand, I think. They, I don't know if they thought I was begging them for, for money or I, I don't know. So, Gra grandmom's recipe yeah right i didn't want anything proprietary it's very clear if you don't want to share something with me don't or if you want something off the menu do that luna blue gave me something that's not on her regular menu so um Aaron's she great eating. she's yeah she's fantastic and she's like oh well when we do catering sometimes i do this so why don't i share this one with you and it'll be something different and i was like that's great absolutely so and you guys can see what that is if you buy the book <laughs> right no spoilers. Um, 
so that was the project, a cookbook, which is, I think some people were like, a cookbook? What are you talking about, grandma? Um, but I think more people in, you know, not in the restaurant community were intrigued and, oh, well, you know, maybe I can make those fritters that I got from that one place that time. And what if it's raining and I don't want to go out tonight? I have this book here and it's got my favorite Annapolis restaurant recipes in it. So, you know, that's I'm so cool that- because during COVID we've all come up with different hobbies and we're finding, I mean, I, I know that my dining out budget has gone down considerably. My takeaway budget's pretty pretty similar, but my grocery budget has gone up. And I mean, I am doing more cooking at home. And this makes all the sense in the world. You see all these people doing like, hey, look, I decided to make, you know, flambe, whatever the heck it is. And 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 they're like, yeah, this is like really cool. So that I, I totally get this because we're in a, you know, I, I, I'm somewhat critical of the food scene in Annapolis. I mean, I wouldn't call it a foodie town, but it's getting there. And there's some it's, we've got we've got I mean, like I said, my everyone knows I'm a New Yorker. So and I, I'm a former Navy spouse. I've lived in a lot of big towns and a lot of small towns. Uh, Annapolis is doing pretty well, I think, in, in my estimation. It really has. I mean, 10 years ago, I, I would have said, you know, we've got and we, and we still do. We still have a lot of very solid, good restaurants took us a while to get to the point where we would have what I would consider a five-star restaurant, which you can't spit in New York without finding one. <laughs> um, you know, let's, let's, let's be realistic. So, but there were very good solid restaurants, but we all have that favorite go-to place here in town. And, yeah. you know, right now, the latest one that seems to be trending is Evelyn's, uh, oh, uh, right, right. Cra- the crab soup. Uh, I, I see that all over the social media yeah, and everything. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, wings, I I love Acme's wings. I think that they're great. I think O'Loughlin's are great and whatnot. So to be able to turn around and have the ability to try to recreate it at home, and, and obviously a lot of that has to do with the, the chef and the equipment that you have and everything else. I mean, I can... Well, I, I tried to ask all the chefs and managers and owners I spoke to, I tried to ask for something that would be reasonable. Um, I mean, but you know what? And it runs the gamut from something that, you know, maybe a new chef, a new at-home chef wouldn't have the guts to have tried a year ago. But um, now is like, well, I'm already home. I might as well. Um, so, but some of the recipes are very easy. Blackwell Hitch gave me a salad and they gave us, you know, how to make the dressing. But there's somebody who didn't know how to make a dressing who can now recreate that from Blackwell Hitch. Very, you know, tastes. Very cool. Well, I mean, how big is this book? I mean, this you know, here in Annapolis, and I, I, I know Brian Callahan tells me the number, and I can't remember what it is, but there's something like 300 and some odd restaurants within the city limits of Annapolis. And that ranges from, you know, the Taco Bell all the way up to, you know, Luna, Luna Blue or Flamont or, you know, every everything in between. How many restaurants are participating in this? And how big so is I, this the, book? The book will be about 80 pages, but it's one recipe to two pages. So it's it's about 35 recipes. Um, I had a late edition this week, which was awesome. And it's uh, there's really no big chain in there because, of course, there's always dealing with corporate when, you come, when it comes to chains. But, uh, you know, there are some very familiar names and some new names as well. So you mentioned Flamont. They're, they're in there. They uh, gave us a dessert, which was delicious. <laughs> um, so I'm excited. We've also got, you know, a lot of the bars and pubs gave us some pub food. Stan and Joe's is in there and I'm looking. 
uh, Dry 85 gave us a nice um, appetizer and Red Red Wine gave us, us I say, it's me, yeah. <laughs> but Red Red Wine um, did uh, a cocktail, which is beautiful. I put it um, online in Annapolis Takeout if anybody wants to see a picture of it. Brian and Lisa are great. Wonderful, wonderful people. They were just like, oh, sure, of course, why not? I mean, there was not even a question when they said, do you want to do this? So, uh, yeah, and then there's, you know, our local pizza scene, which everyone argues about, which is the best place. <laughs> um, there's a big argument constantly over who has the best pizza. I did get Pasticcio, who is fairly new to Annapolis, in there, and he, he gave us an octopus pasta dish, which is, I mean, try it. Why not? Yeah. Now, they're over, they're over there by Marshalls and Home Goods and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's tucked away. He... Um, yeah, I mean, they're they're kind of new. They were struggling over the Christmas holidays like everyone else because they're so used to supplying deli kind of catering to all the business or businesses around. So, you know, that's I think he's like the second person I approached with this idea where I was like, what if I did this? I mean, did you have to perhaps taste all these just to make sure they were up to par <laughs> to get into the book? I mean, I'm just <laughs> so the, the, the craziest thing about this is that um while I like food, I'm not a foodie. I am an extraordinarily, awfully picky person. <laughs> um, so I would never, ever, ever critique or, you know, be a, a, a restaurant writer at all. My skill is I can cook and I can um, photograph food. And I did taste many of these things that normally maybe I wouldn't have, but I tried to, uh, skillfully elude some of the things and and not offend our chefs. (laughs) Where is this book going to be available? Because I'm not publishing it because I'm printing it. I'm trying to, um, have all those prints paid for before I have to lay out a, a huge amount of my own money. So they are online at my website, naptownfood.com. Um, there are going to be some at some restaurants around town. I believe that Federal House had has intended to buy some and have them for sale. And um, I've had an offer to do like a book signing at another um, restaurant with a tent, and I have to figure out how to do that. <laughs> okay. But it's funny you mentioned Federal House, and and you mentioned best pizza and everything else in town and all that. <laughs> Federal House, without a doubt, the best hot chocolate I've had ever. Oh, go 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 figure! You know who who would who would have thought it was one winter night, probably about ten years ago. It was like, no, I don't want any booze, but do you have hot? It was like it was on par. Interesting, very interesting. I actually love a good hot cocoa. Yeah, no, it was great, and and, and and my and, and just going off topic on the uh, pizza thing, the surprise uh, sleeper for pizza is Chris's charcoal pit. Oh, you know what? I've heard that too. And it's yeah. like, it's like, nah, come on, and they got great gyros, but really, pizza? And I, I tried it one time. And I said, okay, it's on point. It's on point. Like I said, I'm not a foodie, but I do have certain standards for um, pizza, bagels, and Chinese food because um, you're in New York. I, well, and I'm a, I'm a Jew from New York. <laughs> 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 do 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 we have, do we have a deli thing going on in there, um, or, or pickles or something? You know? do, I, I have my choice of pickles, but I wouldn't say it's from a restaurant. <laughs> I'll keep mom on that. Again, I I don't I don't I don't pretend to be a critique or a critic. I I don't think anyone should trust my very picky palate. <laughs> sure, sure. But but with pizza, I can I can I can speak with the experts. 
Well, this is this is great. So NaptownFood.com is mm-hmm. the place to go to order or pre-order. I guess you haven't printed these up. Or are they on? Yeah, they're going to be printed. I, I, I'll give a shout out to Annapolis Copy and Print. Um, they did the calendars in the fall. Let's see. She reached out to me. She's a client, one of the women who work there. And she said, we'd love to help you with this project in the fall. And, you know, they stepped up to print it. And um, I'm going to go with them for the book as well because keep it local. Why not? <laughs> no, with, without a doubt. I, and on behalf of all the small businesses in town, thank you. They do a really nice project product. So I'm I'm excited to work with them again. And but they are going to be printing it. It's not published, unfortunately. I think that would take way much more time and funds than uh, I would get back in order to donate. Well, this so, is also a quick way to get money out to feed mm-hmm. Anne Arundel. And, and I mean, it's, it's down dirty and quick, if you will, for lack of a better phrase. It is, but it's, it's going to be very professional looking. So. You know, it's spiral bound, so it'll stay open. I am hoping to also have a downloadable version. I just have to magically understand technology in the next two weeks. So we'll give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. You've got about 35 recipes, 80 pages, one recipe per two pages. You've been to all these restaurants. You said 90% of them were like, yeah, I'm on board. What were some of the surprises that you found in your journey of putting this together? Anyone? Yeah, I mean... Just meeting the people, I guess. I don't know anything about restaurants. I'm not in that business at all. And I, I don't know the people who run them. I just, you know, I go into a restaurant, I talk to my server, I make very corny jokes, and um, I eat a good meal, and then I leave. That's been my restaurant experience. So meeting the people, and like, you know, you think about people more when you've met someone. You understand where they're coming from. That whole shutdown thing. I I don't dine in right now. I'm trying to be very safe with COVID and, and going to restaurants where people were eating right next to me, their masks off as I'm taking photos was a little unnerving for me. But talking to the owners, I decided to keep my mouth shut online, let's say, in all of those fights where people are like, right. we need to reopen, we need to shut down. I, I can't really form an opinion. Those people need to make a living. I need to not catch COVID. There's, there's two sides. There's no good. I've talked so, to so many people on this and I said, you know, I, I, the worst job in the world right now is being one of the elected leaders of the, yeah. the city, yeah. county, state, or even federal government, because there are no right answers to this. There's and no we right don't, answer. we just don't know. And I mean, the right answer for you is not the right answer for me. Right. So my biggest surprise, I think, is uh, getting off the internet and talking face to face to people. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's just not, quite as vitriolic. (laughs) I guess it's not even a surprise, is it? Um, Nobody talks that way. Nobody screams and shouts the way we do online. So it was really refreshing to um, be back in the real world, let's say, talking to people and, and understanding more about why it's so important that people not lose their jobs. Look, takeout is great. I'm, I'm, I rely on it um, and delivery. Some people aren't willing to, and, you know, restaurants can't rely on delivery and takeout in order to stay open. Talked to a restaurateur in Eastport, and he had said that, well, takeout is a huge portion of their business now moving forward and probably will be going, you know, even after this. But he said there's a lot of stuff on our menu that doesn't travel well. No. And so, you know, if you want to have that, 
you know, whatever it is from whatever your favorite restaurant is, there's a chance that it might not be the best thing to be shoved into a, uh, you know, a recyclable cardboard container and sit in the front seat of your car for 10 minutes while you get home or a half hour or whatever it may be. I've had many a soggy meal and been sad about it. But then again, if that's the worst thing that's happened in the pandemic, okay, I'll accept my soggy meal and I'll I'll move on. (laughs) Well, naptownfood.com is where you want to go to pre-order or to order this book that will be printed out shortly. It'll be available at certainly probably a couple different restaurants. I know you mentioned Fed House and uh, as soon as you figure out your tech, you're going to figure out all sorts of online ways to do this (laughs) and figure out a a book signing. Your best bet is to order through through my website though. And it's just an order form and I'm going to send you an invoice. I'm really, I'm doing it on the cheap, you guys. Sorry. Um, It's just the best, fastest, easiest way for me to raise money is to kind of do it. Yeah. Like you said, down and dirty. Well, you know, doing it on, on, on the cheap and there's no reason to apologize for that because it <laughs> ultimately keeps all of the or most of the money into what you're looking to feed it into. And again, the proceeds from the sales of this are going to be going to feed Anne Arundel. And again, they're just doing wonderful work. You mentioned that you are a portrait photographer. Tell me a little bit about your your photography business. Yeah. Um, well, I was born and raised in a camera store. My dad is a photographer and so was his before him. Seemed like uh, that was the way for me to go. I've been shooting portraits for about 10 years and I, I was military spouse. So um, always had to rebuild every time I moved. This time I moved uh, on my own. So um, I've been building it for the last three years. Yeah, unfortunately, COVID <laughs> um, hit last spring and it it slowed everything down. Just gave me more time to work on on these things, building everybody else up. So less money for me. Yeah. But, <laughs> but on the other hand, you know, gave me room to uh, flex my wings creatively. But if you do need family portraits, I'm at daniellewpress.com. I'm writing this down so I can put it in the show mm-hmm. notes, but it says Danielle, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E-W-P-R-E-S-S.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Critical question. Are you, are you Nikon or Canon or, <laughs> or, or are you going to throw out like Leica or Hasselblad? Yeah, no. <laughs> um, not only am, am I Canon, but I'm still shooting with a DSLR. I didn't even switch to mirrorless. I am. Really, I, thought, I, really... thought, I thought you were going to tell me you're still shooting film. <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> Not since um, 1989 in the seventh grade. <laughs> oh, you've just Ever really made me I feel am. really, really, really old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel old. I don't know. It's all relative. I mean, yeah, as a as a professional photographer, sorry, no film. It's been digital for 10 years for me. Did you shoot film originally? As no, pro- not pro- professional. No. no? I'm, I'm just, I'm just yeah. curious. I, I've got to talk to somebody that has done that just to find out. I mean, I, you know, it, before you had to, you had to have the picture and you had yeah. a, a, a second to get it and you didn't yeah. have the manipulation that you could do. I mean, you, you could do some exposures yeah, and some tricks in the yeah. dark room, but you know, now you're sitting there, you're looking at, Oh no, I didn't get it. I'll get it again. And in, in the camera. And it's, it's funny. Uh, I'd be curious and, to see how it's changed for somebody my, that's shot both. Yeah. My dad who, like I said, owned a camera store and he, he was uh, an event photographer, you know, bar mitzvahs and weddings, that type of thing. He uh, still, every time he takes out his camera, he says, wait, 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 
I don't want to waste my film. I mean, he makes the same bad joke over and over again. And um, I overshoot everything. I'll take like 40 shots of the same thing just in case I know that I have it. I know that I got it, but I still want to just, just in case. And it's not a waste. I can just do it. (laughs) I don't have to worry about how much it's going to cost me. And as your dad (laughs) makes that same joke over and over and over again, do you still (laughs) laugh at it over and over again? Never. I wouldn't (laughs) give him the satisfaction. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> For phot- photography, you want to go to daniellewpress.com to see a lot of her other work. And, uh, you know, if you're into a, needing to get a portrait photographer, that would be somebody to look at. But more importantly, you want to go to naptownfood.com. And that's spelled just the way it sounds, naptownfood.com. Get in on this book, 80 pages, recipes from your favorite restaurants around town with glorious photographs and you can be making some of the good stuff that you're paying paying for when you go out to eat right in your own living room more importantly the proceeds of it do go to feed Anne Arundel which has just been a a true godsend to so many thousands of people in our county as we get you know as as we now go into a year plus of this I can't believe it's almost even been a year when is this going to be coming around Danielle um, I'm expecting it to be available at the very beginning of March. And um, once I've done all those pre-sales, I'll be giving them out to people who are in town. I'll have two pickup dates and two locations in Annapolis so that hopefully everyone can make it. Fantastic. So I'll, everybody, oh, sorry, everybody. I'll also be shipping to people who live out of town. Hint, hint. Okay, <laughs> cool. Well, people have got about two weeks to get on the stick and make sure that they can uh, get their pre-order in for mm-hmm. – Naptown Food and get all your favorite recipes. Danielle, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for, more importantly, thank you for your effort in putting this together and coming up with this idea and certainly the uh, the dog book. I did see that I leafed through it in um, Salty Paws over the... Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to do another one um, and I'll have to get started on that in the summer, give myself more time this year. Um, so hopefully there will be a 2022 Annapolis Dogs. Danielle Lundberg, thank you very much for your time today. And again, thanks very much for bringing us this wonderful cookbook at naptownfood.com. Thank you. Thanks for having me, John. This has been a bonus podcast from Ion Annapolis. Please visit us at ionannapolis.net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone, tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday.